Hello and welcome to June. Half the year's gone by so swiftly, I can barely blink. As one of our members has passed away, I wanted to let anyone and everyone that listens here in Spotify, RSS, Apple iTunes, Telegram, Google, or the email group, you should never be ashamed if you need help in any way. Whether in the form of abuse that is being inflicted upon you, or that you may be inflicting upon yourself, as an addict of alcohol or drugs, or maybe you feel alone, even if you're surrounded by friends and family, and have considered taking your life. Please see the numbers below for the crisis lines. I will be repeating each number twice. The abuse hotline and text, 1-800-799-7233. Or text HOME, H-O-M-E, to 741-741. That abuse hotline number and text again is 1-800-799-7233. Or text HOME, H-O-M-E, to 741-741. The suicide hotline and text is 1-800-273-TALK, T-L-A-K, which is 8255, or text 988 for free help. The suicide hotline and text number again is 1-800-273-8255, or text 988 for free help. The drug abuse hotline is 1-800-662-HELP, H-E-L-P, or 4357. There is a secondary number, 1844. The drug abuse hotline number again is 1-800-662-4357. Or the secondary number, 1-844-289-0879. The mental health hotline is 1-800-950-6264. Or text. N-A-M-I to 741-741. The mental health hotline number again is 1-800-950-6264 or text N-A-M-I to 741-741. Remember those that answer the phone are there to help you. Call them if you need them. Suggested reading this month? Psalms 23 to see Adonai's love for us. Second Samuel 17, 1-23, to see darkness inside the heart of men. Judges 16, our words, what we say to others and our hearts. Acts 5, 1-10, your words, and the consequences of speaking lies. Songs with Lyrics, I Won't Let You Go by Rascal Flatts, where every verse in this song is a Bible verse. Rescue by Lauren Daigle, and Thank God I Do, also Lauren Daigle. Praising to the King of Kings. Blessed are you, Lord, King, to be praised in adoration. And the ironic benediction, a blessing of the Lord. Yahweh bless you and keep you. Yahweh make his face to shine on you and be gracious to you. Yahweh turn his face towards you and grant you shalom. Numbers 6, 24-26 
I wanted to start this month by advising everyone to share your experiences. You never know who needs to hear it. You may think that your experience is isolated to you alone. However, you will find this world is small and we are all human. We face the same things all the time. Whether it is within our families or our jobs or just living our lives, talk to one another. Share your stories. Do not be afraid. I was speaking to someone who lives on another continent. We realized we have much in common and we are able to help each other just by talking to one another. To know we are not alone. We share similar problems. This is how we help each other. How we save one another. Never be afraid to cry out for help. Adonai will help you. He sees your struggle and he will be there for you to ensure your temptation to take your life, to drink, or to do the drug of your choice can be overcome. He promised that there would be a way out of temptation. He never said we would not face more than we could handle. He said he would be there with us. Yet for temptation, he says, 1 Corinthians 10.13 No temptation has seized you beyond what people normally experience. And God can be trusted not to allow you to be tempted beyond what you can bear. On the contrary, along with the temptation, he will also provide the way out so that you will be able to endure. So call a number, call a friend, call a family member. Adonai will make sure you can endure. As for the rest of us, I was in a group where a question was asked about suicide. The question posed, if someone committed suicide, would they go to heaven? Unanimously, people were, yes, the Lord sees what you're doing and what you're going through, and you will go to heaven. I disagree with these statements. First of all, the Lord sees your heart. You should not be telling anyone that they will go to heaven if they take their life. Do you know them? Do you know their heart? And even if you know them, you don't know their heart. Only the Lord does. Proverbs 21.2 All a person's ways are right in his own view, but Adonai weighs the heart. The words you speak could one day lead someone down a path of no return. There are suicides in the Bible, yes, from both men with evil hearts and men with goodness in their hearts. Yet that is still for the Lord to decide. Your words should help to remind someone that suicide is a lack of faith in God. That suicide means you don't believe that Adonai can solve your problems. You're giving them a way out without them thinking that maybe I won't end up with God. It used to be that when you were in a situation and you were uncertain how to handle, you would say, what would Jesus do? I've asked myself that question many times. And there were actually times I was not certain what Jesus would do. So I changed the question. Will that get me into heaven? Will that action, those words, and that behavior, will that get me into heaven? What if it's your judgment day, and you are in front of the Lord, and he asks you why you did that thing? Will you have to defend yourself? Just the idea that you will have to defend means you are wrong. You won't need to defend yourself on the things you did correctly. Don't stand your ground because you are stubborn. Don't say, this is just who I am, and continue to believe that you are always right. Because the Lord is who he is, 
and you cannot stand against him. He alone knows your heart. So even if you say you love the Lord and you follow his ways, your heart may say something different. You cannot judge someone's heart. So be careful what you advise on what the Lord would do. We do not know. We are not God. We must all transform ourselves from what we are to what the Lord wants us to be. Transforming from stubborn, stiff-necked humans to humans that walk uprightly in the way of the Lord. Not just with words, but in our heart. Something only the Lord our God can see. 1 John 3.20 If our hearts know something against God, God is greater than our hearts, and He knows everything. Yes, sometimes we do fall hard on our faces, and it hurts. We fail time and time again. Yet Adonai says, Come here, I love you. I will never forsake you. This is what you should be telling someone when they ask. Don't lie to them. Because if you don't know, don't act like you do. Isaiah 43.2 When you pass through water, I will be with you. When you pass through rivers, they will not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you will not be scorched. The flame will not burn you. Those that we speak to may be facing a temptation that we know nothing about. Psalm 65, I'm sorry, Psalm 36, 5 through 9. He devises trouble as he lies in bed. So set is he on his own way, his own bad way, that he doesn't hate evil. Adonai in the heavens is your grace. Your faithfulness reaches the skies. Your righteousness is like the mountains of God. Your judgments are like the great deep. You save man and beast, Adonai. How precious, God, is your grace. People take refuge in the shadow of your wings. They feast on the rich bounty of your house, and you have them drink from the stream of your delights. So tell them the truth when you are asked, but you do not know, because judgment belongs to the Messiah. What you do know is forgiveness. You know the Lord forgives. You also know that he alone will judge the hearts of man. You want them to reach out for God to find faith and hope, not to give up. You want them to seek him and to find his love for them and to understand that the Messiah died and rose again so that their sins could be forgiven. That includes whatever sin they think is so heinous it deserves death and cannot be forgiven. There is nothing they have done that cannot be forgiven. That is why many of the stories the Bible tells are about the flaws of those we read about. They are not all stories of perfection. There are many stories of stupidity, of foolishness, of arrogance, so that we understand that we are not alone. Those are lies, being told by the adversary to make us think that there is no redemption. Lies. The adversary wants us to lose because he wins. He wins your life. Psalm 23 Adonai is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He has me lie down in green, grassy pastures. He leads me by quiet waters. He restores my inner person, and he guides me in right paths for the sake of his own name. Even if I pass through death's dark ravines, I will fear no disaster, for you are with me. Your rod and staff reassure me. You prepare a table for me, even as my enemies watch. You anoint my head with oil from an overflowing cup. Goodness and grace will pursue me every day of my life, 
and I will live in the house of Adonai for years and years to come, forever. Romans 8, 39 Neither powers above nor powers below, nor any other created thing, will be able to separate us from the love of God, which comes to us through the Messiah Yeshua, our Lord. Life every day presents its challenges and struggles and tests our faith. Giving up on God is the opposite of faith, and it says, My God cannot save me. My God is not big enough. What? My God is the living God. He is omnipotent. He is omnipresent. He is omniscient. Do you understand what that means? He can do all things because he is all-powerful. He is everywhere, all at once, and he is all-knowing. So what is it again that you think that God cannot do? There is nothing our God cannot do. We must put our faith in God as he can do all things. He is the great I Am, the great provider, our wonderful counselor, our helper, our advocate, our healer, and our strength. This is what you should be telling someone who asks you. Deuteronomy 31.6 Be strong, be bold, don't be afraid or frightened of them, for Adonai your God is going with you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. It can be hard to stay strong in the face of adversity. Adversity sounds like adversary. Hmm. It could be your health, your mind, your finances, family, friends, work, drugs, alcohol, depression. It could be anything. We need to look to the Lord to help us conquer all the fears and anxieties that are bogging us down, that makes us feel isolated and alone in our problems, that make us feel like we cannot or should not ask for help from one another. That is how the adversary wins. He lies. First First Thessalonians 5.11 I apologize. Therefore, encourage each other and build each other up, just as you are doing. These lies can make us feel unworthy or hate ourselves. Maybe you feel like you're just not close enough to God to ask, so why bother? You're failing anyway. You're not failing until you quit. The adversary wants you to feel like you are just not walking in glory, that you cannot be well without the drugs or the alcohol, or maybe the adversary is just telling you that it's not worth it. You're not doing a good job anyway. Depression, sadness, chaotic thoughts, and uncertainty, these are not of the Lord. The darkness wants you to give in. The adversary and the principalities want you. They want you, all right. They don't want to be alone in the pit. 1 Peter 5.8 Stay sober. Stay alert. Your enemy... <clears throat> excuse me. Stay sober. Stay alert. Your enemy, the adversary stalks about like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. If the adversary sees you getting close to the Lord, he and his principalities try even harder to try to put a stop to it. And it's how you know you are on the right path. You may not feel like it, but the Lord has seen you overcome. He has seen you stand strong even when you feel weak. The road is long because it takes time to make your courage strong. Isn't that how the song goes? He is there guiding you, letting the Holy Spirit teach you so that you can become more and more like him and less like our arrogant, thoughtless, self-consumed, and downhearted selves. 
sometimes we trust only in ourselves. Trust in the Lord. Trust the Lord gives victory over your problems. Remember that He is the Lord of promises. He is the Lord of peace and calm, not the God of chaos. That is the adversary telling you lies, and he can be very convincing. Don't listen. You know the truth. Stop and refocus yourself. Trust in the Lord your God. Ephesians 6.12 For we are not struggling against human beings, but against the rulers, authorities, and cosmic powers governing this darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Philippians 4.7 Then God shalom, passing all understanding, will keep your hearts and minds safe in union with Messiah Yeshua. What is the real meaning of shalom? Not just peace. Shalom means peace, harmony, wholeness, completeness, prosperity, welfare, happiness, health, and tranquility. So let's read it again. Philippians 4, 7 Then God's shalom, passing all understanding, will keep your hearts and minds safe in union with the Messiah Yeshua. God's peace, God's harmony, God's wholeness, God's completeness, God's prosperity, God's welfare, God's happiness, God's health, and God's tranquility surpasses all our understanding. That is how great and wonderful our God is. And may his glorious shalom be with you.